do your relationships suck? <laughs> or maybe you don't even have relationships and you'd like some. Well, you're in luck because Next today's kid. episode, we're going to be talking about how to build relationships. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. Mm. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? You know, Danny, interestingly yeah. enough, so for most of my life, I thought being successful was, you know, money, possession, status, power, that types of thing. Like most people. Out, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it turns out real satisfaction in life, actually, from all the studies they've done, comes from relationships. And one of the biggest factors you can have in your life to longevity, how long you live, is actually being in a good, committed relationship with somebody else. Yeah, I actually uh, uh, was reading a study some psychologists had done that they said that uh, they compared loneliness to the effects of loneliness on health to the equivalent to like smoking a pack a day or something like something like that. I forget the exact relationship, but it was like a half pack or pack, but it was a lot. Yeah, it's a significant amount. Right. And it's interesting when you think about it. But, you know, then you think about your day to day, you know, most of the time, when do you have the best time during the day? It's when you're interacting with people that you like, you know, when you're with people you enjoy. Those are normally the times we think back on. It's like, yay, that was awesome, you know, mm-hmm. and like fun. So, yeah, but I know I know growing up in America, I mean, we have the we're supposed to be independent. We're supposed to do yeah. it all by ourselves. He's a self-made man. Here yeah. comes John Wayne. I'm not going to cry about my pa. I'm going to build an airport. Put my name on it. Why, Michael? So you can run away from your problems. <laughs> hey, but, but. Yeah, but that's but that's basically what like what life in America is. You're supposed to be independent. You're supposed to do it all yeah. yourself. It doesn't matter if you don't have any friends. Screw everybody else for being different. They're all wrong. And then when you get all that stuff and get successful, the people gravitate to you. But then you don't know who you can trust. Mm. <laughs> so then you're yeah. stuck. That's the worst. That's the worst when you just have a bunch of people who come out of the woodwork once you have it all and then you lose it all. So anyways, in today's episode, since this is such an important life skill, uh, we're going to talk about how to build relationships. Interestingly enough, I was listening to this book. uh, I think it was by, I forget the name, Dan Siegel or something like that. But anyways, he did a bunch of research on this stuff. And turns out that one of the best things for men is to be in a relationship for increasing longevity However, that, for yeah. women for women it is being in a good relationship interestingly enough for men it doesn't have to be a good relationship does any relationship work any relationship <laughs> and then, not by yourself and then a second as a matter of fact for women is actually having a group of female friends it's <laughs> not just enough to have a guy she also needs to have a group of female friends so interestingly enough that's interesting, that's anyways, interesting. i wonder why anyway yeah i digress so we'll get into it. We this is a quick fix episode. I know, right? This is a long fix episode. We're just going to go into three uh, quick fixes, share with them. And hopefully by the end, you can have better relationships. So my first one is validate. And I'm not talking about validating your parking. I'm talking about validating emotions. This is something that I learned about it from a book called I Hear You. Excellent book if you want to learn about it. Because most people, when they have conversations... They don't actually want your answers. This is why they have the whole mansplaining thing in, you know, because oh, nobody wants nobody wants your answer. Nobody. They just want basically they want to be validated. They want you to recognize the emotion that they're feeling. And then you they want you to justify them feeling that emotion. You do that thing. Ninety percent of the time they will love you. 
And so if you can do that one thing, people will think you have like a superpower when it comes to relationships because you're able to connect with the emotions that they're feeling and then give them justification for feeling exactly how they do. You're not changing them. You're not doing anything other than just saying, hey, you know what? I recognize you're feeling this way and that's all right. Yeah, you know what's funny though? It is so important. I feel like, you know, we are not taught to do that or at least it's not emphasized. And it's something that is like, sounds so easy, but is actually, you know, if you have a way of interacting, it's hard to break that sometimes. So you have to like consciously focus on breaking your regular habits because I've been more conscious of that too. And it's like, it is, you have to like, like, I'm not trying to fix this. I'm not trying to fix them. I just need to, you know, just recognize that they're feeling that way. That's it. It's super easy. It's like helpful. And it's more empathetic. I think that's the other thing, you know, because you think you're trying to help the impulses, you know, you want this person to feel better. You like them. But really, it's like you're not, it sounds like you're just blowing over the, their, with a, their feeling, right? You're just kind of pushing aside like, I have the answers, don't worry. Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. one. I like that. My first one is actually communicate regularly. I think this is important because like we often don't, like even if it means literally setting a schedule, like we meet every week and chat, you know, or, you know, setting a time aside to like call your friends or your family or whatever, but like actually making sure that you're having regular communication with this person because I think People don't realize that like a lot of times we interact with people, we don't communicate that much. And when you do it regularly, I think you start to see communication open up to where people start talking about more and more things in their lives and more important things and impactful things. And I think you just get to know them better and you also get to have deeper and stronger relationships. I really like that one for two reasons. So first, when you communicate regularly, uh, it doesn't let stuff build up. Like I notice there are a couple conversations that I need to have that I've been putting off in my life <laughs> and I've been putting them off because in my mind, every time I have them, they end terribly. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's just one of those things where I just need to communicate more regularly. But second, I really like it because I, I noticed it with us. Yeah. Like yeah. there were times, I mean, we've known each other since we were children, became very good friends in high school again, but there were times where we wouldn't speak to each other for months, maybe even for like half a year. And yeah. then, yeah. Once we started making a regular thing where every week we would chat, like our relationship has just increased by leaps and bounds. Yeah, because then you make the person a regular part of your life, you know, like, yeah, we were always friends and like the time, but, you know, we were busy or whatever, but like it really does dramatically change. And I think it makes it a lot better. So, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my next one for how to build relationships, and this is like, this is my trick for how to mm-hmm. build relationships. Introduce yourself. And write down people's names. And this is like, this is mind blowing how simple it is. But those two things, that's like the key to knowing everybody where you work, where you go to the gym, anywhere you go. That's the key to knowing everybody, to being the most popular person wherever you go. Introduce yourself. Don't wait for other people to introduce themselves. Just say, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. That's how you introduce yourself. And then other people feel obligated. They have to introduce themselves to you. And then write down their name. Don't try and remember their name. Hmm. Write it down. I have a list on my phone that has everyone's name and then all the things that we talked about, like the, the the salient facts about them when I introduce myself to them. So that helps me remember who they are. And so the next time I see them, guaranteed I forget their name, I just yeah. pull out my phone, look on my phone, there's their name. I go up to them and say, hi, blah, blah, blah. And it, it I- seems that much warmer and they're always impressed that I remember their names. They think I'm some super genius, but no, I just write down their name. 
to really go in there. No, it's something people don't do. And we often like, you know, a lot of people don't know people's names, you know, when they run into them and that's awkward, you know, and sometimes that stops us from talking to people. But it's also, I was going to ask you too, how do you, do you write down like attributes or something or where you met them? So that makes sense what you talked about, things like that. So you can remember who they are too, because you know, the name sometimes yeah. is not always. Enough, so usually but... I write down, usually I write down where I met them. If they tell me anything about their family, like maybe they're married, maybe they have some kids. If they tell me any of their interests, like I always love one of my favorite questions when I'm talking to people is what do you like to do or what do you do for fun? And people are like, for fun? You mean for what? work? I'm like, no, no, no. What do you do for fun? And they're always taken aback. But like it it allows them to open up a little bit more because everybody like I hate that question. What do you do for work? Because oh, yeah. somebody's like, I'm a I'm a super senior business analyst, back end resource manager, HRM 3.42. <laughs> senior and it's like what the heck does that mean about you but it's like what do you like to do for fun they're like oh man jet skiing that's my thing and also i really like burritos and it's like i can connect Perfect. with you yeah yeah right <laughs> i know job titles have gotten so weird now that i don't even know what the hell half of them are it's very funny <laughs> hmm. yeah that's a really you, good one even they people have crazy jobs and you're like what do you what does that even mean what do you do and they're like yeah i'm not sure i can't it's, it's difficult to say <laughs> yeah nothing actually i don't do anything i just go and look at the ball and most of my day uh, on facebook that is a uh that is a really good that's a really good one though. i like that because it is something i know i need to do more um because i do have a hard time remembering people's names and that would be so effective and you always like, you know at work and stuff if like one person knows everybody's names they're always like people light up when they see them because it's like you feel special it's like a spotlight for them. so i really like that that's a good one that's very helpful. My next one is actually um, be open and selective. So what I uh, was thinking here was like Aristotle says, you know, perfect friendships arise from people who share similarities in virtue or character. And so, you know, if you want to like develop relationships, build them, like look for people who have similar interests and similar values, especially because you don't want to, you know, a friendship or a relationship with someone who is, you know, obviously far off from you in place doesn't mean you can't be open obviously at all but like obviously you know think about you know what's going to bind this relationship or connect us and if they're you know you need something there to start with and i think that can be a very good thing to cultivate them then make it grow mm. yeah absolutely um yeah i like that one so my last one is uh ask ford questions f-o-r-d this is an acronym but it helps you remember because oh, I thought you were saying cars. forward. No, uh, okay, forward. okay. Yeah, ask okay. forward questions. Okay, forward. <laughs> like, would you like to go in the hot tub with me? <laughs> forward questions. Uh, Ford, F O R D, like the car company. Okay. So it's an acronym for family, occupation, recreation, and dreams, because these are the things that generally go beyond the standard small talk. If you start talking about people's family. Uh, how their relationships with their family are, what people are close with in their family. If you start talking about their job, why they got into that career, what's their favorite parts of it, those types of things. What are their recreations? What do they do for fun? And then their dreams. What are what are their goals in life? What do they want to do while they're here on this planet? You can really get a lot deeper than the ba than the uh, standard. You know, oh, it's, yeah. the weather's nice today, huh? You know, yeah. so you, you go a little bit deeper and. If you pair this stuff with my previous one, writing it down, 
to help you remember this stuff, especially early on in the relationship. Because later on in the relationship, you develop a relationship, you know the person really well. Yeah. But early on in the relationship, if you write this stuff down to remember it, and then the next time you talk with them, bring it up again, be like, oh, how's your sister? You were, I know you were concerned about her the other time. What happened? It really, really builds those connections because they're like, wow, they not only know that this person is important to me, but they're actually interested in this person as well and how that's affecting me. You're going to take your relationship to a whole nother level. Yeah, I like that one because one, it, it takes away the awkwardness of starting a conversation because you have a set of things to, to kind of fall back on. So you know what to you know, and that'll guarantee you'll find things to talk about. People like to talk about themselves anyway. Um, and the other thing that's interesting about that, too, I think is like, you know, we don't think about how much like it takes for us to have relationships. Like think about all the connections your brain has to remember, like who they are, their friends, where you know, their interests, blah, 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 all this stuff. So at first, like writing that down and getting that stuff, knowing it helps start to make those connections early on. And then you'll remember it or more in the future. So I think that's, yeah, it's really good. I like that. My last one is uh, try to find relationships where each person's challenged and where there's room for growth. Because I think this is actually really important. I think like the, at least personally, like my best relationships, and I, I think this is true generally, is like, you know, where both people benefit from the relationship. There's reciprocal sort of, you know, commitment to each other essentially and also to you know being more than you are now or in this previous time and i think that's a really good sort of baseline for a positive healthy relationship yeah i i like this also like kind of connected with your last one as well because they're both somewhat saying how you need to be somewhat selective in terms of your relationships like i yeah. notice a lot of people will be in relationships and they're like well you know i grew up with them and it's like <laughs> They they say that you're the sum of the five closest people to you, like birds of a feather flock together. If you want to hang around with losers, you're going to end up a loser. And so like in friendships, relationships, you do need to cultivate that. And even over even like good relationships will sometimes come to an end. Like it doesn't mean it doesn't mean yeah. they're going to be with you all the time. Sometimes it's just for a season to get you through certain things. But uh, yeah, I really like those. Thanks. So so that in a nutshell is how to build relationships. It's difficult. It gets harder as time yeah. goes on because of these social media platforms that were supposed to make connecting easier. Turns out it made it a lot more difficult, really but did. we're hardwired for it. And uh, you know, if you break it down, it can be somewhat easy. Like I, I honestly think, I mean, introducing yourself, writing down a name and validating people, you do those three things. My, that's, yeah. This is my belief. You do those three things and you'll be like a master relationship person. I also think, too, if you find the right people, too, that just it just kind of happens, too. So it makes it a lot easier. You know, I think there that's is that point. side of it, you know? Yeah, that's a Yeah. If you're trying too hard, maybe it wasn't meant to be. That's a great point. Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try too hard. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes to try hard. So anyways, <laughs> that's all for today's episode. How to build relationships. <laughs> this is the Existential Soak podcast. Make sure to check us out on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Like, share, subscribe. We'll catch you next time. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Later, Randy.